Welcome back to another episode of Comedy's Dead. I'm Sandra and I'm your host and we'll get right into it. Johnny Depp, Amber Heard trial is still going on. Uh, it's Thursday today, I think. I don't even fucking know what day it is. That's how out of it I am. But anyways, it's Thursday. And apparently tomorrow there's the lawyers are supposed to do their closing arguments. But anyways, I don't know how the jury's going to uh, decide. But honestly, I think Amber is full of shit. I do. And first off, I, I know what I'm talking about, okay? I have been in a toxic relationship so I'm kind of an expert on this and I can honestly tell you she's full of shit I mean listen sorry Amber but you can only smack the shit out of a man so many times before he just sends you flying across the room you know it's like when you're in the shower and you get that hair on your hand that you can't get off and like you're trying to flick it off and then it gets on your leg and you try to get it off your leg and it gets back on your hand and then you finally have to violently you know flick it onto the wall it's like that and ladies, if a man makes you smack the shit out of him, he's not the one. He's not at all. They're assholes. Some of them need to be smacked. But anyways, but and Amber, listen, she should have known this, okay? Because this wasn't her first toxic relationship. I mean, she was arrested in LAX for assaulting her then girlfriend at the time. And that's in public, okay? Listen, I'm a crazy bitch, all right? I will admit that. But I don't show my crazy out in public. I mean, I wait till I get home away from all the surveillance cameras before I unload my lizard brain on somebody. Like, I'm not gonna just bite someone's head off in public. No, you wait till you get home to do that. I mean, patience is a virtue and it'll save you money on court costs and lawyer fees. I mean, come on, Amber, get your shit together. I mean, I'm crazy, but I'm not stupid. But anyways, but no, it's just, it's mind-blowing because they put her on the stand and she was just like, oh, that didn't happen. And I'm like, they have mug shots. How can you deny it? And I know we're supposed to believe women, right? Well, which one? I mean, Amber or the girlfriend? I mean, both of them have pussies, right? I mean, do pussies lie? I don't know. It sounds like a philosophical philosophy 101 question that the college students of this next generation are going to have to figure out. Do pushy, do pussies lie? Yes, I think they do lie. Anyways, and I mean, I'm sorry, but if you watch the trial, and listen, I know nothing about acting or film or anything of that sort, but when they when they ask her to describe these incidents that happened, she is so over the top. She'll be like, "Oh, and then Johnny hit me in the head, and he'll he grabbed the back of my head." And she's just so her her mannerisms are so over the top. And I, I like, you're in a courtroom. Okay, this isn't a green screen. You're not filming Aquaman. So I I mean seriously, it's horrible acting. Not that I'm an expert on it, but get your shit together, Amber. That's all I have to say about that. Well, at least to Amber. But anyways, actually, she should fire her lawyers because one of her witnesses that she brought on to, I don't know, testify on Amber's behalf, she was this lady woman that lived with Johnny and Amber at one of his apartments or condos. And it might have been in a different 
property. I don't know. But it's just weird. All these witnesses that are testifying for Amber lived with Johnny and Amber. It's really weird. I think they might have been running some homeless shelter or some polyamorous sex called. I don't know. But it was weird shit. Okay. But she testified that her and Amber one time got into an argument over doing the dishes and she pushed Amber and Amber got mad and punched her in the face. But that's crazy. What kind of witness is that? I mean, frenemies do not make good witnesses. So, I, I, I mean, her lawyer team is embarrassing her. I would be so pissed. Amber is kind of, I'm starting to feel bad for Amber now, actually. At first, I thought she was crazy. Then I was like, she's full of shit. Now I, I'm starting to have pity for her. I mean, she's wasting her money anyways. But... And then they bring her sister on and we're supposed to bring believe the sister because what Amber's sister is a female, but they also had Johnny's sister on. And listen, I, I don't believe any of them. I think they're all full of shit because they all have huge financial incentives to lie. I mean, their family members are millionaires and I'm sure they're on payroll in some way. So, you know, it's, it's just who cares? But my favorite witness is this. Io Tillett guy, he he also lived there. It's really weird. But he was supposed to be the witness that was going to testify about the plane incident. So the plane incident, according to Amber, she said that they were, I don't know, they were on a, a flight somewhere to Bahamas or on the way back from the Bahamas. I don't doing shit that rich people do. So, anyways supposedly her and Johnny got in a fight and the fight was so bad that Johnny kicked her in the back and she fell onto her stomach. Well, Io Tillett was supposed to back up this story and the witness, all he said was, I don't want to talk about the plane incident except for when Johnny and Amber got off the plane, they were no longer speaking. So well, that doesn't corroborate your story. I mean, he just threw you under the plane with the rest of the Louis Vuitton luggage. I mean, this is just rich people drama. I mean, I'm just pissed that people get to go fly around the world and get to do whatever they want, whenever they want. So screw both of them, assholes. Anyways, but um, the reason I'm bringing Io Tillett up is because he is a trans man, okay? Which shouldn't matter, but... He is also the best friend that Amber would always run to and hang out with. The one that Amber would always say Johnny got jealous of. And it's like, well, yeah, because you're hanging out with a fucking man. Anyways, and he looks like a, a lesbian soccer coach. And if you look at all of Amber's girlfriends, they all look like lesbian soccer coaches. So, I mean, Johnny kind of has a reason to be jealous, don't you think? Anyways, but this friend was the friend that she ran off to with to Coachella after somebody shit in Johnny's bed. So I think Io Tillett shit in the bed. I do. I think he wanted to bring Johnny and Amber up so he could fuck Amber. Makes sense to me. And and I think the only reason Amber was even friends with him is because he was a member of the LGBTQ community. And, you know, you get you get brownie points for that. I mean, I know everyone likes to think that the Jews control Hollywood. But they don't. It's the gays. It's kind of a gay town, which is fine. I love LA. I'm not I'm not picking on the gays. I love the gays. I'm just saying you don't get to go to the Met Gala if you're not friends with somebody in the LGBTQ community. Anyway, so I mean, this is just shallow LA 
stuff. Anyways, but I do. I think he was the one that shit in the bed. Makes sense to me. Anyways, but I know we're all supposed to, you know, believe that, you know, Johnny is this horrible person because Amber has these videos of him slamming cabinets. It's like, first off, why are you recording this? Why are you making a case for somebody that you love? I mean, if it was that bad, you should have just left. You were rich, bitch. You're a rich bitch. And you stayed. Anyways, but uh, it's like, it wasn't even that bad. And who cares? So what? He threw some wine glasses and slammed some cabinets. I mean, who... Who hasn't who hasn't assaulted a loved one? Come on, seriously. And throwing things? Listen, I just threw a flip-flop at my daughter the other day, and then I yelled at her for having slower reflexes than her father. So, whatever. Throw the wine, Johnny. Throw the wine. Anyways, but what really makes me, this is another thing. They don't, I mean, people, you really have to read between the lines on some of this stuff, right? Because they... Amber, I don't even want to talk about this. It's so bad. But the sexual assault case, the or the bottle where she claims he sexually assaulted her with a whiskey bottle or something. I don't know. And it's kind of like whiskey dick. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe she made fun of him for whiskey dick. So he used a bottle of whiskey. I don't know. I, that just popped in my head. Anyways, I doubt that's the case because... She's, she claims that she, and it, it happened the night of the, the finger incident where he chopped his finger off or she cut it off, doesn't matter. Anyways, but it happened that night and she claims she doesn't remember if the, the bottle assault happened before or after he chopped off his finger. Which doesn't make sense because if he assaulted her with the bottle after he chopped off his finger... There would be a lot of blood, right? I mean, it was a bloodbath from my understanding. I mean, he was writing on the walls with his bloody finger. So you would know it would be on your clothing. It would be on your, your panties or whatever you had on. Or I'm sure you would have to, you know, go to the shower. At some point, you would have to get the blood off, right? That's just what I'm thinking. I don't know. Maybe she was on a period. Who knows? I, I, I don't know. Anyways, but no. And it just seems odd. It seems like she's lying, right? And she also claims that the night of the bottle incident and the finger incident that she witnessed Johnny take between nine and 10 MDMA capsules. Hmm. First, as listen, that's a lie. I can tell you that right now because I am what you would call an MDMA connoisseur. It's my drug of choice. I've done a lot of Molly. And the only time I have taken between nine and 10 capsules is at a music festival over the course of three days. Okay. You get three pills a day, right? That's it. That's, I mean, for three days, because after three days, the drugs don't work anymore. And you just, your brain is on, it just, it's done. Okay. It, it just gets dark. It goes dark anyways. So she's totally lying because and I, if you're not familiar with MDMA, it is a great drug. It's not a dangerous drug. But no, you can't take a hand. You can't take nine to ten pills. I mean, if you did that and you were lucky enough not to be having seizures on the ground, I mean, you would be in a cuddle puddle on the ground by yourself, hugging yourself, gnawing your teeth off, chewing your teeth off. That's what it would, you know, because it's a stimulant. It's, it's a stimulant. Anyways, it's a great drug. It is my favorite drug, and I think everybody should do molly honestly and i'm kind of a pusher 
Like I'm, I'm one of those people. I don't understand people that go to festivals or go to Burning Man or a rave and they don't do Molly. Like, I, it's like, why the hell are you even here? Seriously, like it's kind of, it's a Molly kind of party, don't you think? Anyways, but I'm always trying to get people to try it because it is, it's not dangerous. No one's gonna die from it. I mean, I, you know, and I, I. At least I think I get good drugs. I don't know. Anyways, I think I, I've been lucky, okay? I have been blessed. Isn't that what they say? I've been blessed. Anyways, but I do. I'm a pusher. And I I was thinking, who who would benefit the most from Molly right now? Because it's a love drug. It makes you want to hug everyone. And, well, some people, I like to dance. But you, you still get the loving feeling, you know, when you see someone you haven't seen for a while. And you're like, ah, you know, anyways. But I was thinking Ben Shapiro. I want to kidnap Ben Shapiro and take him to a really good underground rave and dose him with Molly. I do because I want because it's it's it is the only drug. I mean, you can't say no one takes Molly and has anything bad to say about it. It is a mind. It's not mind altering. I mean, the after effects like the next day. I mean, it's it changes your whole perception on life because, you know, he would be there rolling his balls rolling his yarmulke off whatever i don't know rolling his balls off that's what i like to say dancing probably rubbing his rock hard dick against some trans woman you know dressed like a cowboy i don't know you know how raves are it gets weird anyways but yeah i want to see him on fox news talking about how molly is the answer to the world's problems while he's also being sued by the trans bitch that he was grinding on for sexual harassment because Molly truly is the answer to the world's problems. Anyways, this podcast is sponsored by MDMA. Anyways, I think it comes from China. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, so thanks, China. Actually, I don't even know where it comes from. I mean, I come from all different places, but it's good. And I think it should be legal because I've had bad Molly and it's just, it's not good. Anyways, but back to sexual harassment. Because if you've been following the news lately, you will, I fucking hate having to look at myself. Uh, it's so distracting and I don't know where I'm looking, if I'm looking cross-eyed, if I'm over there, like I have a lazy eye. I don't know. So sorry, I doubt it. No one watches this shit anyways. But anyways, sexual harassment. Elon Musk was uh, accused of sexual harassment on his plane by a flight attendant slash massage therapist, which is another rich thing. I guess if you can afford a plane, all of your flight attendants are massage therapists as well, which is nice, right? I, I don't know. I, I don't care. It's Again, it's rich people and the stupid shit that they do that I don't get to do. So I could really give two shits, all right? But he was accused of sexual harassment. But see, here's the thing. It didn't come from the flight attendant herself it came from this unnamed friend who also can't name the friend she's talking about so you have this unnamed friend and you have this mystery friend so according to the unnamed friend she claims that this mystery friend confided in her that elon musk whipped his dick out rubbed it on her thigh and offered to buy her a horse of all things a horse if she did more well, the, the mystery friend, according to the unnamed friend, said that it, or 
Wait, yeah, the it's so confusing, right? Because it just shouldn't be a story that's on CNN and Newsweek and Rolling Stone and all the publications. So, according to the according to the unnamed friend, the mystery friend uh, turned down his advancements, and shortly after that, her hours started getting you know cut because she didn't want a horse. I guess I don't know, but anyways, it seems odd in my opinion right i mean why are you why are you selling your friend's story okay so the unnamed friend also goes on to say that she sorry i'm trying to this is such a confusing story so i i I have it in my notes but um listen the unnamed friend uh also claims that she went to the mystery friend's attorney and called and asked if it was okay that she released the story because she didn't want the mystery friend to get in trouble. And according to the unnamed friend, the lawyer said, oh, yes, that's fine. You can totally sell the story and you should do so because it might get other females to come forward with their stories as well. Okay, listen, folks, you really you got to read between the lines. Okay, I mean, first, you got to read the damn story because I've seen people post stuff and they I'm just like, did they actually take the time to read the story? Because first off, Lawyers don't talk to anyone for free, especially over the phone, let alone to some unnamed friend about a mystery friend that that's their client. I mean, that's a violation of attorney client privilege, right? I mean, I'm no lawyer, but I don't think you can talk to some random person about your client's case. So and if it is true, if if what this unnamed friend is saying is true, then the lawyer, the attorney would have to call their mystery client and inform them about the phone call, which would mean that the mystery friend knows that this unnamed friend sold the story. And according to the unnamed friend, the mystery friend has no clue that she's doing this, which leads me to believe if it is true, then they're probably not even friends anymore. Because screw you, why are you getting money for selling my story, right? Because supposedly the girl got what? $250,000 to keep her mouth shut about the, you know, the wee wee and on the plane and the, the horse, I, you know, but anyways, but if they are still friends, then we know who's picking up the check at the next girl's night at the cheesecake factory, right? Just, I mean, people just, it just doesn't make, you got to really read between the lines. None of this makes sense, right? I mean, first off, I'm a female and I can tell you right now. No female, no woman who is not already financially independent and well off on her own is going to turn down Elon Musk. It goes against nature. It really does, folks. I mean, listen, he's not the hottest guy in the room, but he's not unattractive. I mean, he's actually attractive. I mean, I think he can benefit from using a personal trainer. That's just my opinion. But you know what? doesn't matter. I'd still fuck him in a heartbeat, wouldn't turn Elon Musk down. It's not even in my DNA to turn somebody like Elon Musk down. It's just not happening, all right? And yes, I've seen him in interviews. I've seen him on Joe Rogan. And I mean, his personality, he's kind of awkward, socially awkward, I would say. But listen, what he lacks in looks and personality, he makes up for in dollar signs. I'm sorry, guys. This is just, it's... 
it's evolutionary psychology. When the if you're not rich on your own and one of the richest men in the world is hitting on you and you have a pussy, the pussy's gonna get wet. You can't help it. I mean, it's just nature, right? Anyways, so my opinion on this is that it sounds like Elon Musk and this flight attendant probably had a sexual relationship. And at some point, the sexual relationship ended. And after it ended, her hours slowly started getting deducted, right? And I mean, because it's a conflict of interest. I mean, if there's a thousand reasons why it could have happened. I don't Maybe it was a bad breakup. I don't know. Maybe things got weird because he started fucking another flight attendant. Or who knows? I don't know. Maybe there was tension when he brought his wife and kids on board. Who knows? But the only thing that matters is it was a conflict of interest. And listen, nobody wants to be 30,000 feet in the air and have a cat fight break out you know, over foreign airspace and have to make some emergency landing in Saudi Arabia. And now you have all these angry bitches running off the plane screaming, he's got weed, he's got Molly, what, you know? I mean, the Mohammed bin MBS or whatever his name is. I mean, he would cut everyone's head off. He doesn't have time for that. None of the Saudi royals have time to deal with a bunch of American women with their rights. I mean, they have, what, six or seven wives at home that they have to take care of? And look, the electric car boom is really fucking with their economy. So it would be a dream come true for Saudi Arabia, wouldn't it? I mean, listen, I mean, things get complicated when you involve dick and pussy. It really does. And that's why I think if, you know, because people are going to fuck their bosses, right? I would fuck a boss. Oh, what? I mean, it's going to happen. You can't stop it from happening. But I just think in situations like that, when something happens and, you know, if there's a superior and a inferior, I guess, and it's obviously going to be the inferior that has to vacate the employment, then they should get a severance pay. And I'm sure that's what the $250,000 was, was a severance pay. I mean, I it just it's so weird right now because we live in this world where everything has to be black and white or you have to be on team red or team blue or you know there's no there's no gray area anymore with our thought process and it 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 goes against everything i mean there is there is no such thing as black and white or team this or team that no one has these rock solid ideologies right i mean and it's always it's always Anytime something happens with sexual harassment, there's always two camps, right? There's the two types of people. There's it was sexual harassment or sexual assault. And then the other side is don't shit where you eat. And I'm on neither of those sides. I'm sorry. Like, I I can just look at some of these people and think to myself, like, I I don't live in your bubble. I don't come from your reality. Like, they say don't judge a book by its cover. Okay, yeah, that's kind of a nice little euphemism or saying or whatever it's cute it kind of has some merit and truth to it but there's no absolute truths in the world I'm sorry there's just not I'm sorry I can look at some people and know when they have more hair on their underarms than they do on their head I can get a pretty good idea of what kind of person they are and I'm probably not wrong in thinking okay that person has definitely never gotten high with the band on the tour bus after a show they haven't. They're not. I mean, they've never sucked dick to get backstage. OK, is what I'm saying. We're all different. I mean, I, I just think that, you know, we 
all these people and don't and the don't shit where you eat people honestly they're sometimes the worst like grow up like those are the people who's never had anyone try to suck their dick you know so do you see the two the the two problems anyways but um it's it's just i don't know i i lost my train of thought but i i just you you always have these two camps right and you especially feminists and they're always talking about like you know they want to make it so it's always sexual harassment or assault or something when a superior is hooking up or having sex with a, a grad student or someone else in the office and I, you know they're always so busy pointing the finger at the men that they never think about how these policies that they're pushing and legislating for affect women it's like you know screw you like i listen my pussy my choice if i want to fuck a superior i'm fucking a superior like, I, I don't want you telling me who I can and cannot fuck. What is that? I mean, listen, Dick has lifted more women out of poverty than anything any of the governmental programs this country has ever had to offer. That is a fact. I'm sorry. And that is why I'm a libertarian. Yes, because one, I, well, I'm a liberal, but now I, I, I've the Democrats, honestly, if we're being honest here, like it's just me and you in the room and there's nobody around, you know, we're speaking like mono a mono girlfriends, friends, whatever. Um, yeah, the Democrats are starting to scare the shit out of me with some of their policies. I mean, they're already constantly they don't listen. Democrats right now, they do not care about the individual. They don't they don't see the individual. They just see corporate interests. They see corporations corporate interest and anything that an individual may or may not do and how it could affect the profits of said corporation. So when you look at colleges right now, they're they're all over the country. They're making laws where faculty can't even not only they can't even hook up amongst each other and they say, well, you know, a teacher and a student is bad. Well, no, in college, it's there's no once again, there's no black and white. Listen, I, I went to, a, you know, I went to Indiana University. OK, and my English professor, my W131, I mean, she was a woman, so I wouldn't have fucked her. But I mean, I might have. I don't I mean, listen, I've, I've had sex with girls before, whatever. But she wasn't my type. But anyways, she was maybe three or four years older than me. That's not a big difference. OK, and when you especially when you think about grad students, you're talking about they're so close in age a lot of them there's not a big age gap and these people are in you know labs working nonstop 24 7 and other i mean i'm what comes to mind is like scientists and stuff but you know what i mean sociology psychology all that stuff these people are working with each other all the time they're basically living together and that's how you form relationships and bonds and that's where people become attracted to each other and date and have sex and there's a lot of grad students and professors who are married now and that's how they met and now they're i mean this idea of telling people who they can and cannot fall in love with and have a relationship with no i'm sorry my pussy my choice i've had enough with everything going on in this country right now sorry it's it's I mean, it, and I know and the Republicans are no better that I mean, what Oklahoma just well, we know Texas basically outlawed abortion. Oklahoma just did it. There's only one place to have an abortion in St. Louis, which is 
strange anyways so i mean it's and they and the the people are always you know saying why protesting in their handmaid's tail dresses and i'm sorry but the democrats are no better this is which handmaid's tail do you want to live in where you can't have an abortion or where you're not free to date and fuck whoever you want both are equally as bad if you ask me anyways but yeah i'm i'm not very happy with the way things are going and i don't know where you live but i live in indiana and we just had a case well it's not recent it happened in 2017 uh these two girls were murdered they were eighth grade-ish somewhere around there anyways they went for a walk on some trails and they never came back and i if if you're not familiar with the case it's abby and libby um libby german and abby abby i can't think of her last name oh sorry anyway i don't i i this is for next week okay i'm talking about this because there it's just it's happened in 2017 and it's kind of been ongoing there's never been one suspect named there's been some houses searched and you know i i don't even know if you would call them person of interest but um come to find out in 2017 bear with me here folks because I, I this is going to be a, a second in 2017 there they raided a house in a town next to the town that this happened in and um it was a father and son that lived there and they, they were interested in the son he may have been i don't know he's like 27 or 28 now so he was 23 ish at the time and i could be wrong on the ages but somewhere around there you get the idea and he had all this child pornography on three or four different phones and tablets and it wasn't just stuff that he got from other because i guess the way they're they have an online community who knew pervs have their own little online community where they pretend to be hot male models or girls and they communicate with each other and then they trade it's like trading baseball cards or something you know and they trade kitty porn i guess i don't know but he also solicited uh photos from other girls in the area and he also snapchatted with one of the girls liberty german anyways uh like the night before she died so that's how they got on the radar anyways so they brought him in for questioning they searched his house and they couldn't find anything other than you know all the child pornography but they let him go there was no question what he was doing collecting all these naked photos of 13 year olds i mean he had kitty porn of seven-year-olds doing stuff with other seven-year-olds and adults i mean he's sick perp anyways his phones were loaded with it and they let him go and they didn't arrest him for the child pornography until a year ago and he still hasn't stood trial so it it, it sparked me to because it really fucking pissed me off i'm sorry could you imagine being and so the past three years you know what he's been doing He's been couch surfing from girlfriend to girlfriend, from friend to friend, and they all have kids. Isn't that convenient? Way to go, Indiana. Way to fucking go. Anyways, I am so pissed. So I did a deep dive. I had to go back through, and there's been all this new information released. So that's what I'm going to talk to you about next week, because I'll tell you fucking right now, if something ever happened to my kid after... The police had this known child perv who was going out and getting actual pictures of little girls and trying to meet them out in public and places and do what do whatever. I don't know. 
and they just let him go for three years to, you know, see if maybe he was the bridge guy. We'll get to that next week if you don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But anyways, that is for next week because I was so pissed that that happened. Like, that, it's just, woo. Anyways, so that was Comedy's Dead this week. And, um, yeah, I'll be back next week. And maybe eventually I have a podcast room set up. I just have to get a new iPad laptop, not iPad. And I, I have to get a new laptop and my hard drive on my desktop is almost full and I got to figure out how to deal with that. But anyways, but eventually I'm going to be in a podcast room. So we'll have a setup. Maybe if someone can help me decorate anyways, um, that's comedy Dead. I'm Sandra like, follow subscribe oh yes and i will be next friday june 3rd at 9 p.m i will be in burlington indiana at the barn um with oh shit i forgot his name uh anyways i'm opening for somebody but uh, so if you if you if you're following me that's why i will be burlington indiana at the barn june 3rd at 9 p.m so like, follow, subscribe, come stalk me, whatever. So thanks for watching.